0: The Arizona Coyotes put up a fight, but a fight that is quite not enough as they fall to the Carolina Hurricanes, 5-3, to three, the final score at Healy River Arena. We're going to break this game down. Who stood out? What stood out? On this episode of Lockdown Coyotes.
1: Your Locked On Coyotes. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik right beside me on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. It is Post game show: Arizona Coyotes versus Carolina Hurricanes, five to three, the final score at Healy River Arena. Uh, and this was a little bit of a surprising outcome in the sense that, as I mentioned, in you know right before we we did, went through the full intros, it was a sup- it was a fight, <laughs> you know. The Coyotes, what? Yeah, they did allow the first go- the first three goals, right? And yeah. it was like, especially. Let's let's be real, the first two to start the uh the start the second period, it's like, oh god, we're gonna have one of these games again. Uh it's gonna be another second period collapse, and then they kind of show they kind of push back a little bit.
1: Yeah. And it's something that we have seen before in the coyotes this year, just not recently. Like we have seen this kind of fight. We have seen this pushback. Like, one of the things that I was praising about the Coyotes, like, halfway through three quarters of the way through the season, uh, it feels like, was their ability to just kind of, like, keep going through the final minutes of the game, even if they're down, like, they're going to keep up the fight. And we got a glimpse of that tonight. It was a, you know, it was a loss. It was a bad loss. But they fought a little bit more than I think either of us thought they would.
0: Yeah, and I think... That goes back to again, I think the confidence stuff we were talking about, right? Because we're talking about how this team is confident, has been shot. They've been taking bad losses, really bad losses. I think what this is their seventh game this month of allowing at least five goals. Uh, um, I, I think so, yes. Which is, oh, that's also crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, what more can you get out of this, right? It's just, it's a team that's going to, that's definitely going to be defeated off of that, right? But that's going to really, really kill your confidence. Um, and we we're talking about what's something that they can, you know, they can do to balance back. And and it's going to take veterans, right? You know, veterans have to speak up and, you know, have some kind of leadership. in them, like, hey, this kind of hockey we it's not okay. We got to yeah. fight back and we got to at least not, you know, just lie down and let, you know, let, let
1: everyone run circles around us. Absolutely. Like we got goals from Louis Erickson and Alex Galchenyuk. Like both have been pretty absent from most of the season. Uh, Galchenyuk a little bit more. He had like a brief, like, stint with like Keller and Schmaltz uh but he only has six goals after tonight Erickson only has three so like these are players who haven't been scoring much for the Coyotes who are getting on the scoreboard uh we also got on the other end of the spectrum Nate Smith getting his first career NHL point which is absolutely great to see Uh, I talked about before it was great to see McBain get his first point Smith got his first point that's like you know seeing the younger players get the quality minutes is great.
0: It's you know like uh, it's nice because like it's I love this part of the NHL season even if you're a team that's not going into the playoffs because that's when all the NCAA and some CHL players start making their guy, making their <laughs> way through and signing contracts and just making their debuts and they're like oh look at this guy he's got some I- he's and it's awesome because we're starting to see those kind of things but.
1: Yeah, I mean, as uh, I think I saw a couple of times on Twitter today, Cal McCar made his debut in the playoffs because he was on an NCAA team, uh, I believe, and, like, the debuts are great. Am I saying that Smith and McBain are the next uh, Cal McCar? No. no. No.
0: Absolutely no, not. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's just, just, yeah. an inter- just that general, general saying, you know, like – um, when you have a prospect coming over from, from NCAAs, especially if you're just, a, if you're a hockey, a huge hockey fan, you're probably also following the NCAA. It's about, you can follow the NCAA a lot easier than you can the CHL down here in America because yeah. there's actually, because especially down here, you know, in an area where there's teams here in Arizona, we have an NCAA hockey team in Arizona state. Um, and like, you know, it's easy to follow because guess what? There's TV. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is. there are people who are dedicated to watching NCAA hockey, uh, and I am not one of them. I will watch occasional NCAA teams. I would love to go to any ASU game. Uh, I would go to most U of A games. Uh, I will go to a college hockey game, but I am not dedicated. I'm not keeping up on it. And more power to the people who are dedicating their lives to it. They are the true heroes of this very specific time of the year. And like you said, it's a really fun time because we are seeing like, you know, something we've talked about, like more NCAA players making the jump to to the NHL and being impact players.
0: And yeah, and again, you know, we're seeing that with um the players you mentioned. Again, you said Nate Smith got his first NHL point. That's awesome to see, right? You know, yeah. it's cool to see that, that you know, we're, especially again on the Coyotes because the Coyotes are such a rebuilding team that like a player can come in and make an impact on a on their freaking first night. Obviously, it wasn't Nate Smith's first night, but no. you know, it was <laughs> but he's getting there. I mean, he's just yeah. so he's got he's, his first week, you know.
1: Yeah, it wasn't his first night. He didn't do the classic NHL, you know, first point in your first shift, but it, he got his first uh, assist, a primary assist. So, uh McBain's was a secondary. If you're the type of person who likes to like rival up your team members, go for that. But it was his 4th NHL game. That's still pretty impressive.
0: Right? And um and especially the you know, when you're adjusting to that pace, right? Because like the, the NHL and the NCAA are different and different animals. That's for damn sure. Um, They're both fun to watch, but they're different breeds. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, kudos
1: to be able to, you know, adjust you know, pretty quickly. Yeah. And I mean, it, it will definitely be interesting to see. Like, I, I do kind of wonder, like, I do think Smith and McBain both need to have phenomenal off seasons where they like really improve their bodies and their like game. Like they still need to make that next step. But I do, you know, think like, Hey, do you maybe like sit them in the AHL to start off and bring them back up? Cause clearly they're close, but I'm not sure they're ready just yet. But that is definitely more of a like next season thing. For now, just keep them in the NHL. Let them get like all the experience they can.
0: They're signed on contracts now, so they ha- they you know they're pretty much in you know in the NCAA. You, not much you can you could yeah. work with once you sign your contract. So r- roadrunner development time, you know, yeah. it's that's that's how things go, and we will maybe be able to see that for these players in the future. And I'm always like I always like seeing that because I get to see the future of the Coyotes.
1: And, I mean, like Barrett Hayton started with the Roadrunners and came up to the Coyotes. Like, I, I still wonder if, you know, in an ideal world, if he had stayed with the Roadrunners, if that would have been better for his development. But, you know, he has adjusted well enough to the Coyotes, and I, I just hope to get more. Like, I, it's just kind of like, as we approach the end of this year, I'm curious to see what moves they do to start next year.
0: Oh, this—it's going to be a lot to discuss on that end, and luckily we have a lot of time until then, right? Yeah, um, and a lot to discuss until then because we because of all time then, like we could have like we could probably have like fifteen episodes for some odd reason to talk about that. Obviously, there's not fifteen episodes worth of it, but we have it like that's how much time we have.
1: Yeah, yeah. There will be plenty of time to break down the Coyotes. And this is just like the first year of a really interesting like organization and rebuild. So I am very like excited to talk about like some of the moves that they're going to make and just kind of like you know speculate on development moves because there's still like a lot of ways that next season can go we're already just ending this season a couple games early uh i think that's uh the t- key takeaway uh yeah
0: probably probably yeah. but we still have to break down more of this game we're gonna get to that in just a moment but first we're gonna get a word from carl
1: yep i have a quick word from our friends at BetOnline. online BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. You can find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball. You can head over to BetOnline for your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. There's a reason why we used BetOnline when we were telling you the lines for this Past game that we're talking about today. Head over to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: I guess speaking of Bet Online, let's 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 take a quick review before I want to. There's one thing I wanted to talk about before we get to that. Let's discuss what our predictions were. Um, yeah, I said six to two. Um, you said four to two. Four to two. Um, so between <laughs> it was between us, like you know, in terms of um, what the uh, so you had the you had the right margin, yeah. Um, it was just one one take up.
1: Well, well, here's kind of the thing. Um, both of us, for reasons that are understandable, if you've listened to every episode this month went with the Coyotes scoring two goals because that has been the best they can do in regulation. They had the third goal against the Chicago Blackhawks. That's the only time this month they've gotten three goals. Like That's why when I say that the Coyotes improved, that third goal alone, that's an improvement. That's a step forward. It's a small one. Uh, It's like an easy hurdle, but the Coyotes finally cleared it.
0: Yeah, and I was like I was making that joke with locked on hurricanes, you know, like when they got scored their third goal, I'm like the Coyotes are back in it and I did a little um it was a wolf, but it was a, it was just a howling gif. Yeah. Um and uh and then they they quote tweeted it with the final with the final score 5 to 3 and I'm like, "Hey, at least we scored 3. That's as, yeah. much,
1: that's as much as we could ask for at this point." I mean, yeah, and for a while until Ajo got that final goal, like the Coyotes were in it, and that is an improvement. And uh, I mean, we are always grasping at straws for the season, but that is a definite Im- improvement than what we have seen for the rest of this month.
0: Now, at what point would you have thought that you know, you know, late in the game, the Coyotes would be only down four to three uh, it against the Carolina Hurricanes. We didn't expect that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. It's especially against the Hurricanes. Like uh, I, I don't know if, if listeners and what and viewers saw uh someone tweeted the Coyotes game against the flames uh, and said that the team should be relegated and you're like, okay, it's a very lopsided goal. Like, But you know this game, like five three against the Carolina Hurricanes, that is more than either of us gave the Coyotes credit for. So I make so credit credit, so credit to that,
0: right? You know credit to that, and credit to proving us wrong that they can't score more than two in
1: regulation. I, I mean, yeah, this season for the Coyotes, prove me wrong all you can because exactly. I, I do think overall uh we do tend to be on the pessimistic realistic side uh we we occasionally sound optimistic, but really we're giving very reasonable expectations
0: we're yeah we're on the more the pe- we're on that more out of the locked on network of the NHL NHL group we are the most among the more pessimistic people for our shows yeah <laughs>
1: When the Coyotes are hot, we are still, like, at the same We're temperature like, as when they're cold.
0: <laughs> We're just like, eh, yeah. like, they're wearing it, but, eh.
1: <laughs> We're the Larry David of this. We're just like, yeah, I guess it's the Coyotes this season. Uh, it's what we expected. <laughs> Uh that was not my Larry David. Uh I just want to throw that out there. That was just me uh doing a dot, Larry David. I do not wanna have that go down as my Larry David impression. <laughs> uh,
0: I love it. I love it. But um let's also talk about some contributors. There's a player of the game I want to get to later in the in the show. But let's get to sure. some of the contributors, people who, you know, who have been who have been contributing for the coyotes and you know have you know you know, made some some impressive moves. Um, you know, Nick Richie is awesome. You know, he got he got you now he's continuing to be hot since he got acquired. You know, Absolutely. I love this dude. I love this dude. Yeah.
1: Uh, on uh, during the game, I was on Twitter and someone brought up that Richie is the only Coyote who's scoring right now, and I'm like, hey, now, Nick Schmaltz is also scoring, and it is great that Richie and Schmaltz are still on like the same like. Level post Keller because, like, there was kind of maybe a little bit of suspicion that both of their like games have been boosted by Keller, but they are proving that completely wrong. They're both looking great. Yeah,
0: which is awesome. Um, at and I think it's cool because like again there was there was that concern of you know with Richie's acquisition is like is it like what what does he bring to the team because we didn't know no one yeah but you were just like is it just kind of like one of those like. You know, unloading moves or whatever. I mean, I mean, you traded away Lubushkin for him. Like, the, you kind of knew what was happening here.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, although, like, I mean, Lubushkin was kind of a—I uh, don't know—because Lubushkin, like has found a new life in Toronto. It's it's kind of yeah. hard to think of Coyotes earlier Lubushkin. because he is like a different player. But I mean, Richie, he had that great season in Boston. He had, like, many years with the Ducks. Like, I I think we all kind of were expecting something else. Like, I I don't know if people thought that he would necessarily revive his game and revive against the Coyotes. Like, we have talked about, like, yeah, if you are, like, determined, like, this is the time where you can, like, make your mark. But very few players have really, like, stepped up this year, and he's one of them.
0: He is one of them, and it has been an absolute joy to watch. Another shout out that I will give for this um, uh, for this game is to the goaltender Karel <laughs> Melka. Oh yeah, um, this guy got what was it fifty? How many shots on? Against against, he
1: he faced 51 shots on goal. There you go, and
0: he saved 46
1: of them and another, another 45, 45 plus. Uh, I think that is his fourth, which is just absolutely insane. And with that, you know, with that, just like kind of to give you
0: the idea, um, I wanted to share this a little bit earlier, but now because we're talking about 51 shots on net, yeah, the heat map. Give you an idea real Let's quick. Oh, that's just... at, it's all up in front. <laughs> and Ray Melka was able to get, some, you know, you know, get a piece of most of that a, over, yeah. a, you know, a, a 902 save percentage
1: like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like. It's hard to say this about a goaltender who gave up five goals, but it was one of his better nights because
0: yeah.
1: he had to be at the top of his game. Uh, I do also want to give just a real quick shout out before we go to the next segment to former Coyote on ranta I thought he also had a really good game of all the former Coyotes. He was the one that I was most happy to see just because it always felt like the team was like, Struggling through his injuries, and we never got to fully enjoy him.
0: yeah, and I think uh, so far he's stayed relatively healthy with uh,
1: with uh, Carolina cause he's not overworked. <laughs> yeah, he has a much like lower like workload, and he could probably play more. Like looking at his numbers, Carolina, uh, I, I don't want to offer too much backstage coaching but uh, or backseat coaching. But yeah, you can play him a little bit more, but uh, not too much more. I, I just, you know, maybe like in his 30s instead of 20s. Uh,
0: you got to know that limit, right? You got to know that limit so you don't overwork the guy.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we,
0: obviously, obviously yeah. you saw
1: what happened last year
0: when you overwork a goaltender.
1: Yeah, and, and I thought he made some phenomenal saves. Like he kept that like the score tied in a way that other goaltenders haven't had to this like these past couple weeks.
0: Yeah, it's definitely you know the goaltenders have definitely helped make this game very interesting. And again, yeah, the score five to three. It's it's on the more higher end, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, with the just the way that the this play style was it just made goaltending made it interesting absolutely absolutely well we still got more to get to on this episode of lockdown coyotes we're gonna get to our our player of the game and uh we're gonna you know break anything final bits down of this episode before we get to any of that though I want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing number of makes and models, it is not impossible for your local chain and auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So, why endure often pointless or intimidating questioning is your Odyssey and Alex or an EX? Well, wait for the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend thirty, 50, even a hundred percent more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to Rock Auto, a family business serving so do-it-do-it-yourselfers for over twenty years? Their prices are reliably low for every customer and have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore the website today to find the solution for all your auto parts needs. And while you're there, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write LOCKDOWN in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Let's finish things off here on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Once again, Robin Leano and Kyle Pavlik as we break down the Coyotes' loss 5-3 the final score to the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, let us now go to the player of the game. Um, and I think we both kind of agreed about this. Someone who who showed up probably one of his best games that we've absolutely. seen in a long time. Kyle Capobianco. Like he is like playing he is he is, you know, playing to make sure he still play- has hockey left in him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh I thought that, you know. Shane Gostisbehere had a big hit, but other than that, it was Kyle Capobianco's night. Uh two primary assists, uh, assisting on two thirds of the Coyotes' goals. That's going to stand out every night.
0: And not only the the uh, um just the assists, but if you just look, his presence on the ice was like was was noted, right? He was yeah actually, you know, moving around, getting where he was supposed to be. And I think even towards the end of the game, he even drew a penalty or two. Like,
1: he did. He drew a penalty uh, uh, late in the third period. Like, very impressive. He drew the last Coyotes penalty, like, you know, last Carolina penalty of the game. And if the Coyotes had scored on that power play, it would have been a completely different game. Uh, They didn't, but, you know, that's no fault on Capobianco.
0: Yeah, no, good on him for doing what needed to be done to put the Coyotes in the spot to potentially make it a game.
1: Yeah. Um, Like, I think we both expect that next year, like, the team will be in a slightly better condition. They're going to have their hurt players back. And in a game where, like, they actually have the weapons, drawing a late penalty when you're down by two goals – that is like a very impressive thing. That is something that they need, like their defensemen to do. And it's great to see Kappa Bianco doing that.
0: The most important part of what I took out of that kind of thing, and it's kind of go- kind of ties in, is the idea that you know, kind of going back to our confidence thing. But they didn't let that in the hamper. They still knew, but uh, they still knew that you know the game was somewhat within their grasp. And they did what was possible, Um, you know, but they did what they needed to do. They did what they just, you know, they didn't give up. (laughs) I think
1: that's the most important part. I mean, and, you know, it's great to see. I am very curious why this game against the Carolina Hurricanes was like the one specifically they decided not to give up in the third period because – Let's be honest, a couple of times this this month they've given up in the third period. But this is like just that lifeblood. Like this is what we need to see. Like even if they don't win games, like I want to see them go out with a fight. And we've
0: been saying that all season long, right? Yeah. That's what we've been saying, you know, like like we know the Kaisers are going to lose a lot of games this year. But what we want to see is them losing by putting up a fight. I got one hell of a fight in that no game is easy to win against them.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's going to look differently every single time, but I prefer a five, three loss over a five, one loss any day.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause again, that (laughs) it it just shows, I mean, obviously everyone, someone could be like, well, loss is a loss, but yeah, again, you know, if you, just to see the effort right you know the yeah. effort put out there the um and the lack of a loss in confidence you know yeah. that again God, i'm going back to that again the confidence is huge cuz if you maintain confidence you don't let that you uh you don't let that get taken away from you at any point in the game like that will kind of help you endure a long season and again we're towards the end of the season
1: now so kind of Whatever, but it the principle is still there. Yeah. And like that's why I think it's so good that Capo Bianco, like was the one who like started this comeback. Like he got that um like like I said, the primary assist. And I do think more than anything, goals are how you get confidence. More than like, you know, a big hit, more than a fight, like scoring a goal is what gets teams in the games. I love it when the coyotes have players who can score goals and like start that comeback. And just like, we haven't seen like anyone do it enough this year, but like, we certainly haven't seen like Capo Bianco or, you know, like the coyotes blue line in general, like step up and contribute to the offense in that way. And it's great to see like, as the season's ending, like, we are still getting like that kind of engagement.
0: Absolutely. Because we want to be able to see that because the coyotes have to be more next year than um than Schmaltz, Krauss, and Keller. Yeah. Right. It have to be more than them.
1: I mean, if nothing else, the end of the season has taught us that the coyotes need to be more than Schmaltz, Keller, and Krauss. And Chickren, let's let's throw him in there. Um, and, and just like this season has taught us, that the Montreal Canadiens need to be more than Carey Price. Like these teams need to be more, and that's you know that's what building through the draft is all about. Absolutely, the Arizona Coyotes now have
0: six games remaining on their belt. They got the Chicago Blackhawks for tomorrow's game on Wednesday. Um,
1: which is probably the only game
0: that might have a chance to win.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm, I I like their fight. So I'm going to throw Dallas, Nashville, and St. Louis into the maybe pile just because I like the Coyotes fight.
0: As long as Vegas already is eliminated, I'm fine with that.
1: (sighs) I like how I didn't even say Vegas. You're just like, none of what you said matters. <laughs> the only thing that matters is Vegas.
0: Yeah, I mean, because screw Vegas. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, but the six games left, you know, they it's going to be an interesting finish. It will yeah. definitely be an interesting finish to see how, how the Coyotes do, how much of a fight they put up, you know, they put up. And kind of going back the tie things back to the beginning of the season is who remembers or who keeps in mind that they have something to prove going into the offseason.
1: Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, I'm sure everyone's agent is calling them to say, hey, leave a good impression as we uh, move forward and end this season. Because even if you're not in the desert, you're going to be – want to be somewhere and just leave a good impression and if
0: you didn't if you don't well unfortunately your nhl career might be over
1: yeah yeah or at the very least you'll probably be losing out on a you know couple of thousands of thousands of dollars these are nhl players we're talking about yeah so. well you know we're talking well, these
0: nhl players might be might it might they might end up going to like uh well like yeah, you didn't impress enough, so we'll give you a PTO.
1: <laughs> yeah, PTO versus league minimum versus eh, maybe a little bit extra. Yeah, that's how
0: things go. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked lockdown Coyotes. If you like what you're here, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to so already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com/slash-lockdown coyotes. On Instagram at lockdown coyotes, and on Twitter at l o underscore coyotes. I am personally at robin underscore leonio. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik f f h. Interact with us, ask the question you might have. We can answer them right back, or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget. The howl on.